Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is the Marketing the Millionaires podcast, episode number 32. Welcome to the Marketing the Millionaires podcast. I am your host, Kelly O'Neill. In this ever-changing economy, marketing premium services to premium clients who can afford your services is a key strategy in recession-proofing your business and thriving through uncertain times. Each week, join me to learn the best practices in marketing to this discerning audience, as well as enjoying insightful and candid interviews with millionaires, as well as the most brilliant business minds who have mastered the art of marketing to affluent clients. Let's get started on this week's episode. Hey everyone, it's Kelly O'Neill and welcome back to another episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. For the next several weeks, we are going to be running a very special series where I'm going to open the doors to private conversations that I have had with my Marketing to Millionaires strategic partners during our expert summit. This summit is no longer available publicly. However, we are going to be sharing the episode tidbits with you here, and we're going to be giving you an opportunity at the end of the episode to come and join us in the Marketing to Millionaire Success Circle, where you can actually gain access to the tens of thousands of dollars of bonuses that they are offering to you. So this is a series that you do not want to miss. So make sure that you've got something to write with because you are going to be flooded with juicy information. All right, let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Millionaires Expert Summit. And today I am with my expert partner, Karen Yankovich, who is the master of all things LinkedIn for marketing to your affluent clients. So welcome, Karen. I am so happy to be here, Kelly. Thanks for having me. We are thrilled to have you here. And thank you so much for making the time since you're on vacation at your beach house. I appreciate you uh, making some time for us. Anything for you and your people. I'm happy to do it. (laughs) No, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So you guys know if you've been following me for any period of time that uh, I am all about utilizing social media very strategically to market to affluent clientele. And of all the platforms, especially for anyone in the business to business market, LinkedIn is the place to be on social media for those affluent clients. However, I also know that a lot of you are like, we grew up in the Facebook area. That's where we're more comfortable. That's where we tend to, to go. And it really does take us off track, especially, especially when we're marketing to those business to business clients. So that is why I, by hot demand, have brought Miss Karen here, who is my own personal LinkedIn strategist. I've put my team through her program. It's absolutely phenomenal. And we utilize her strategies in order to market to our higher end clientele on LinkedIn. So Miss Karen, um, tell us first of all a little bit about your background and how you got started in LinkedIn. 
Yeah, so my background is in sales. I'm doing sales or serve customer service type sales roles pretty much my whole life. And I'm a little bit older than social media. So in my I, you know, I learned the old-fashioned relationship marketing way, right? Meeting people, getting on the phone with people, how to be really specific and strategic and building relationships with people. And you know, when when social media became a thing, I started to learn about it. And I was a little bit of a holdout. I was like, oh, I'm not into this Facebook thing. But then I got talked into it by some of my high school friends at a reunion and things like that. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like I can use this in my business. And I, like the brain started whirring, right? Because as much as I, my background was IT sales. So it was very left brain stuff, right brain, right brain, you know, um, strategies though, relationship, heart based, get to know people strategies. So it was like a sweet, it's such a sweet spot for me because it was using all these geeky, techie technology mm-hmm. um, platforms that we now have, but really understanding the, the social piece of it. Mm-hmm. So like many other people, I was like, okay, let's see what this Facebook thing's all about and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. I was kind of doing all of them. But what I was hearing over and over when I would ask people, well, tell me where you get most of your clients from, they'd say referrals. To this day, that is the answer to almost that question, no matter when I ask it, no matter who I ask it to. Same. And I was like, okay, we're spending all this time tweeting and Instagram stories and Facebook. Why don't we start with LinkedIn? Because that's where we can kind of mimic referral-based marketing, right? And put a process around that. And let's get more of those referrals, more of those high you know, those, those high income clients for our higher ticket, ticket items. And then if we want to do programs and things like that, that are more leveraged, we have the income to pay a team to help us to do those things. And so we, I kind of flipped the model on its head a few years ago for my own business and then incorporated it into my customer's business. Cause here's the other thing with relationship-based marketing, your brand is important. Mm-hmm. It didn't used to be 20 years ago, because there wasn't such a thing as Google where you could, well, there was probably 20 years ago, but people weren't putting Kelly O'Neill into I think, I think we had, bar. I think we had Yahoo and AOL. <laughs> right. I could still hear the right? AOL, like the little chirpy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I wish I could tell you, I haven't heard that, but I'm at my family's beach house. My mother's default browser is still AOL. So <laughs> <laughs> I have oh. to make sure I use, I can't even use our computer because it drives me crazy. Um, so anyway, I, I, the reality is, your brand is more important because back 20, 30 years ago, people weren't throwing your name in a search bar before they invested in you. Now they are. So you have to take control of that. And you can take control of that um, by creating a strong personal brand strategy. And I think the house for that, where that really lives is LinkedIn. Now there's tentacles that LinkedIn feeds off of, and I think it all leads back to LinkedIn, but I think LinkedIn is where that starts. And that's where, you know, that's where you, if you are taking control of that, then you're making it easy for people to say yes to invest in you because you've taken the, like the fear of the unknown out of the question because you're handing them what you want them to know about you, right? When they Google you. I love it. And so let me, for the audience at home, just because I know that you've been following along and you've seen some of the other interviews, let me also clarify for you being the branding chick here, the difference between like a personal brand and like a, like a celebrity brand and a corporate brand. So very quickly, uh, you know, when I, when I do brands for someone, I am looking at a variety of different things. It's like, do they need to have a thought leader slash celebrity brand? Do they need to have a corporate brand? Do they have a product brand? Like 
as an example, or a program brand like Marketing to Millionaires. When, when Karen's talking about personal brand, that is really the, 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 the personal one-on-one -on -one brand that, that, that people are going to experience of working directly with you in the marketplace. Right. It's not from like that thought leader position where you're going to be on television and books. That personal brand is really more how you are representing yourself on an intimate platform like LinkedIn. If you are a network at a networking event face to face, if you're invited to a partner summit, it's that it's the how you're going to interact. I just wanted to provide clarification yep. for that. Yep. I agree. And I, and I, and Kelly, I wouldn't even take it beyond that because sometimes the brands interact. Like one of the examples I use is like if you're buying a car, right? So there's the brand of, let's just say Ford, right? And Ford has a brand and then Ford has dealerships and dealerships have a brand. So you decided you want to do a, you want to buy a Ford and then you go, you, you do some research, you go to a few Ford dealerships. Now you're kind of, you know, in all the different dealerships you've done, you've yes. met with People, and then through those different people, you go home that night and you've got a stack of business cards. Well, what I do and what most people do is they throw the names on those cards into a search engine to see what comes up. Mm -hmm. And if you've done your job right with your personal brand and you've shared that you've won these awards, you've been in the business for this long, people are going, all right, I, I, this guy's got, this woman's got my back. I can invest confidently in them. So you're sometimes your personal brand live, you know, is, inter, is intertwined with your corporate brand or your business brand and things like that. But it, it should be every single person has a personal brand, regardless of whether what their role is in the company. I love it. All right. So tell me, because I know that a lot of us have gotten, like, I'm actually, frankly, you know, relatively new to LinkedIn. I get a lot of my, my high ticket clients are guess what? By referral, right? My, my high ticket client, my high ticket clients that are operating with me, you know, privately with strategic consulting in my brand agency, it's all referral based. Uh, but I am get, we have, dipped our toe into the LinkedIn pool. And uh, we're pretty excited with the results that we're getting as a result of your program. However, I also know that a lot of people that are marketing over there are making a lot of mistakes. So let's just talk about like the biggest overarching mistake that you see when, when, when brands are getting on the LinkedIn platform. Yeah, there's a few, but I would I'm say the, sure. biggest, the biggest one I think is like the spray and pray technique, you know, connect with a million people, cross your fingers and hope somebody's going to want to buy something from you. And let's get real. If you put enough spin to that, you can say that works, right? I spent five hours. I sent out 500 connection requests. And then I spent another 25 hours going through all of that. And of those 25 hours, I got 10 or 25 leads. And that was great. And I closed one lead and I got one $3,000 sale. So you can maybe do the math and say, wow, that works. But who the heck has 50 hours to talk to 70 of the wrong people to get one client? Right. So, so I've heard it explained many times and how, how that is an actual way of getting leads. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't want leads. I want clients and I don't right. want to talk to many people to get one client if I don't have to. Right. So I think that that is the biggest mistake because what that's doing is it's making, it's making it harder for you and I and, and you that's listening 
to show up authentically when we truly do want to reach out to somebody in, a, in an authentic way because their back is immediately up. What do they want to sell us, right? So we have right. to, because there's so much of that going on. So I think that's the biggest mistake is, is thinking that, and even people, Kelly, I mean, I had a private client before. It's a private client. I have said it to him more than one time, probably more than 10 times. And then he was like, well, if I call him up and I say, but I've got this program, I'm like, no. You can't. Nobody wants to hear about your program. They didn't ask. They don't know you. You can't go straight to your program. You know, you want to do research ahead of time. And then with that research, reach out to certain people with a, with an, a genuine networking type message. But you've done the research ahead of time, right? It's like joining a chamber of commerce, knowing there's 2,000 people in the chamber, but knowing there's five that you want to really land on. Your message is going to be, hey, we're both members of the chamber. But you know, you're only going to those five people because when you get on the phone with them and they say, well, how can I help you? And you describe your ideal client. They're like, well, that's me. Right. So, right. so it's about the, I'd rather you spend the hours up front to do some research and then really strategically reach out to people instead of the spray and pray um, option. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like, you, it, what's, here's what's interesting. People will never do in person the kind of crap they do on social media. Like you would right. never go to a networking exactly event right. and it's go exactly right. from person to person and be like, hi, my name's Kelly. Do you want to do a, a, an appointment with me? Hi, my name's right. Kelly. Do you want to do an appointment with me? Right. Like, I mean, you would just never do something like that right. at a networking event, right. but then I see people doing it online. Right. And that's the challenge. That's, I don't even look at LinkedIn as social media. I really don't. It's virtual networking. And the same client, by the way, that I had to remind for the 10th time that he couldn't do that earlier was looking at his, the companies that were reaching out to him. And he's just relatively new getting active. So his numbers aren't where we want them yet. And his, you know, who he's, who's showing up that are searching for is not showing where he wants them yet. But he's like, all these people, the title is all people that want to sell me something. I'm like, 10 minutes ago, you weren't happy that everybody that was searching for you, people that wanted to sell you something, yet you want to have a strategy going straight out to people to sell them something, you know? Like, <laughs> no, but, but we all, we know we have a great product or service and we just can't wait to get it in people's hands. What we have to remember is that we have to, you know, take the, we have to take baby steps to get there. And if you're going for a higher ticket sale, for a higher ticket client, it's worth taking a little bit of time up front to do the research to get to them. I love it. All right, Miss Karen, you know I'm gonna ask you, what are the three best profit-inducing tips for people that are listening to this that are like, I know I need to be on LinkedIn. I, you know, maybe I'm on LinkedIn. How do I actually get going? Like, what are three things that you can say, this is gonna set you on the right path to start connecting with your affluent clientele or your, or the people who can connect you with your ideal affluent clientele. Right. So these are kind of big tips. Like, and when I say big, it's not like do this, pick up this pen and you will have it. Like, no, they're a little bit bigger than that. The first one is you've got to look at your profile. You've got to, you know, if somebody had asked me 10 years, like even a year ago or two years ago, what is the one, just boil it all down to one thing. I'd say you have to have a great profile. But the reality is having a great profile and not doing anything with it is a little bit like nailing a beautiful flyer to a tree in the middle of the forest, right? So, so you do have to have a great profile because when you reach out to these affluent people, you, they need to feel like you're there, that they can count on you. So you have to, it's your first impression. You have to make a good first impression. And I can talk about that for two hours by itself, but you've got to take time to do the profile. And if I could just give you one tip on that, make it, nobody cares about you. They care about what you could do for them. 
Okay, so write your whole profile. Preach. <laughs> right? Write your whole profile and then look at it again and say, yeah, nobody cares about that I have had these. Like, if you say, you know, if your goal, if you say, like, I have, you know, I've been in business for 10 years and I have clients that make millions of dollars, that's all great. But if you say, I get so excited when my client sees that has their first five-figure month or my first, like say it like that because now people are seeing themselves in that, right? So you can say the same things, just flip it so that people are seeing themselves in it. So that would be the first tip is you've got to have a great profile. The I love second, it. And this is the piece that blows my mind. And every single time somebody tells me they're not having success on LinkedIn, I ask them this question. And every single time the answer is no is, how many people did you connect with this week? I don't want you to connect with 20 people a week. I want you to connect with five people a week five people a week. You, if you are just being reactive to connect connection requests, you have no control over who's in your network. Be proactive in reaching out to people, be proactive. And again, do it in a very micro targeted way who like, I can give you another example of a client who supports people that writes books. Okay. That, that need a book, right? She's a ghostwriter. Let's just call her a ghostwriter. So she doesn't. So one of the things we said was, okay, so most people that are speakers know that if you have a book, your speaker fees just doubled, right? So before you reach out to one person, take this list of people you want to connect with. Let's say there's 30 of them. Go to Amazon, see who doesn't have a book. Okay. If they do have a book, take them off your list. So you already know now when you reach out to these now 10 people, and that's going to take you two weeks, that when you say, well, I help speakers that don't have a book double their speaking fees by helping them quickly get a book right written, right? She's done the research ahead of time. So she uses other things like, like LinkedIn, like Amazon and things like that to do research. But then when she reaches out in this really specific targeted way, she knows if she can get on the phone with them, which by the way is tip number three, you're not looking to just have a connection. You actually want to try to get on the phone with them. But when you, she gets on the phone with them and they say, well, who do you help? Again, I help, I help, you know, coaches and speakers who are looking to get higher paid speaking gigs, get their book written so that they can quickly double their speaking fees. And now she knows she's speaking to somebody who doesn't have a book that is a speaker, right? So that's just one example of doing that. So five a week, if, imagine if you had, if that was your business and you had a network full of those people and now you're posting and you're sharing and you're engaging and they're seeing this content, you are stacking the deck right now. It's like fishing in a, you know, fishing in a barrel. I love um, that because one of the things that drives me absolutely batshit crazy is all of the experts out there saying you just need to do all the things like, mm -hmm. and by the way, take this content and spray it across every social media network. You need to get more content out, more content out, more mm -hmm. content out. And I'm like, stop doing all the things you yeah. guys, five contacts a week. That is completely doable. No, I mean, yeah. I am so incredibly busy five contacts is totally doable for anybody. Absolutely. And here's the thing, Kelly, the reason I don't want it to even be 10 contacts is I want you to get on the phone with these people. And if you start connecting with 10 or you're like, if I do five, 20 is going to be even better. No, do five because I want you to be doing the research, connecting with these five people, getting on the phone with four of them. If you can, if you're doing this strategically and I, these are all things I help people with. And I want you to have the time to get on the phone with these four people. So all of your coaches that are listening that say, I don't have any discovery calls. How many people did you connect with on LinkedIn this week? Right? Like it is, it is, 
this is, but you're doing it really in a really strategic way. So don't do 10 or 20 or 30 until you've got this process honed. And then if you think you have time to do more, then increase it. But I want you on the phone with these people and I don't want you to spend, book your calendar full of time just connecting with people. I don't want you to have just a ton of connections. I want you to get on the phone with these people, which is the third piece of this. Because again, if, if even if you get on the phone with somebody and they're not, you're not going to say, I think you should buy my stuff. You're going to say, this is what I do. Who do you know? Right? Like you had already said, maybe they have referrals. Mm -hmm. So I help, I help coaches get their book off, you know, get their book published so that they can double their speaking fees. Who do you know that might be looking for that? So even if that person is not really ready to have that conversation with you yet, you know, they may give you warm leads. And this is how this, this is, this is how re now it's now we're now this is Referral marketing. How do you get your business referrals? You got somebody on the phone and they gave you two referrals, right? Now keep in mind, you got to do the same for them, right? When, you know, when they say, who are you, you know, when they tell you what they're looking for, you have to stop and think, well, you know what? I think you need to talk to Karen Yankovich because she might be really interested in that or she might know somebody that might be good at that. Right. This so, is exactly what we teach in our collaborate to accelerate profit intensive, not the LinkedIn piece, but we teach the other piece, which is how to be a good collaboration partner and how to be on the give. And I could not agree more with what Karen says because so many people that's, I think that's another mistake that they make is they get on the phone and they're like, um, let me tell you about, like, do you want to buy my services? And, and, and you may say it a little bit more smooth than that, but what you're basically saying is you're trying to qualify everyone as a potential client for you. And the way that Karen just said that, which is by the way, the exact same way I teach it is that if you, you if you say to them like, Hey, here's who I'm looking for. Who do you know? They might even not only be they not know, other, or they may know other people, but they also might self-select and say, Hey, and well, I'm interested right. in what you have to right. say. And you know what, Kelly, because it's LinkedIn and because we want to stand out from the spammers that are on LinkedIn, I do make it a point to teach people to make that first phone call a 15 minute call. Because I think that if you put a 30 minute call on my calendar, I feel like I'm going to be sold. But if you put a 15 minute call on my calendar, I'm more likely to show up. I'm more likely to be open-minded to the possible collaboration. And if there is a possible collaboration, you put a second call on the books. And now that call is completely focused on that. And if it's a crazy person, because sometimes it is, you only have to talk to them for 15 minutes, right? So mm -hmm. it's, I like that first call to be 15 minutes. Do not sell no matter what on that first call. If it is the best lead you've ever had, be excited about it being on your calendar again and follow up and talk to them while you're both really focused. Nobody's kids going, mom, I know you said I'd take you to the park five minutes ago. Like you don't know what's going on in their world. Even if the call goes to 20 or 30 minutes, close it at 15 minutes, schedule another call and close the sale on that second call. I absolutely love this. Okay. So you guys, th this is gold. What she just told you is absolute gold. She just gave you essentially the strategy, right? She gave yes, you a majority of the strategy. You don't need Facebook ads. You don't need any of this stuff. It's all free. All, I mean, I would buy sales navigator, but, and I, you know. True. Well, there's more. Help. Yeah, you can, you yeah. can supercharge this, but you can yes. get started on LinkedIn with the information yes. that she just Absolutely. provided you in the, yeah. get started in the right direction. However, she has some free gifts for you. So uh, first of all, obviously you can click below, get connected with, with Karen, connect with her on LinkedIn, connect with her on all of her social platforms and take advantage of this great little book that she's got for you. Karen, tell us about the book. 
Yeah. So we, you know, we know that, like I mentioned to you, you really have to get your profile going, right? So I know that sometimes that's not so easy. So we've created like a simple PDF slash ebook thing, which takes you, which shows you step-by-step step how to create, um, how to get the first couple things on your profile done. Things that you don't need your, I want your whole profile done, but you don't need your whole profile done to make that initial connecting connection. Request. You just need a couple things done. So you show up professionally. So this ebook takes you through the first couple things you can do to get started so that you can start making those connection requests. Cause I don't want that to be a block. Like my profile's not done. So the ebook is, is, is my gift to you and it gets you started on, on your profile. Excellent. And because you are in the summit, uh, Karen created another little, uh, another little gift for you that she doesn't normally offer. And that is so we're going to do a half hour, like mini Q and a call. Like we're going to do a group Q and a where you can come on. We can look at your profile. We can, I can give you some feedback. We can dive a little deeper into some of these topics because I know here's what I, here's what I know. I don't want this to, I know update my LinkedIn profile has probably been on your to-do list for years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And maybe now it's, it's getting a little higher on the list, but I want you to get it done. So I don't want to leave you hanging here. I know that, you know, you may be looking forward to it. Now. So I want to have a way to follow up with you to get you to actually start to make some of these changes. So we're going to do this, this group Q and a call just for the people uh, here to um, dive in a little deeper to all of this. I love it. And you guys make sure again that you click below. We're going to give you all the information about the zoom link, the date, the time and where you can do this. Uh, Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. My I, pleasure. I have to tell you, this is one of the most requested interviews. I, my, I've been holding back our clients from getting to you and they are ready for you. So I'm ready for you guys. It's going to be so awesome. So let's do it. Let's do it. So you guys, if you've not jumped into the marketing, the millionaire success circle on Facebook, please do, because we are going to be, and also I have a LinkedIn group by the way, called Marketing the Millionaires. And so Karen will be in both of those places so that you can connect with her. And when, the day that, that this is released, um, by all means, you know, you can ask some questions, make sure you tag yourself, introduce yourself, um, and make sure that you connect with her on LinkedIn. And if you want to get some extra browning points, I'd go ahead and endorse her. That's just me. If I, if, if I were you, <laughs> yes. I, if I'd you do that. Practice, if you need practice, I'm happy to be your guinea pig. Be your guinea pig. As you should yeah. endorse Kelly as well if you love the series and and write her a LinkedIn recommendation. Ooh, even even better. Perfect. All right. So so please make sure that you connect in there. If you are in one of our programs, you are going to have access to Karen because she is going to be in these programs and you're going to have some additional trainings and goodies to get your LinkedIn kicked off. So again, thank you so much for everyone for joining us on another episode of the Marketing Millionaires Expert Summit. We've got more amazing experts coming your way and I hope you enjoyed this. I'd love to hear your feedback and hear your questions. All right, thanks everyone. Thanks, Karen. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. If you did, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, share this episode, and leave a raving review. Also, apply to join us in the complimentary Marketing to Millionaires Success Circle on Facebook. It's my private community where I hold weekly trainings, share resources, and collaborate with other high-performance entrepreneurs. I'll see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.